Hello and welcome back to A Sprinkle of Disney and we're sharing episode 38. Yeah, I knew I was waiting. <laughs> I have to now, it's like a tradition. I know, I know. God help us when we hit like a hundred or something I, like that. I'll be throwing us a whole party. We'll be doing a live episode. So I bet people join in. It'll be just me and you in like in a party somewhere. We have like cocktails and it'll just, it'll go somewhere. Maybe that'll be our first drunk live episode. It'll be the last. Um, <laughs> and if you're new here, then a very magical welcome. They're all like delete. (laughs) Like, who are these people? And of course, thank you to all the lovely listeners who have returned and also left us reviews. I thought you were going to say, and those even left us in our. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for continuing to listen because we notice we notice you listening to our episodes. We Mm -hmm. do see we see what you're liking as well, so we plan. Accordingly, we do, we but do. if you want to guarantee we can talk about what you want us to talk about, then there's no better way than leaving us a review. Very smooth, very smooth. It's a very direct way, and it won't get missed. Let me tell you. So, <laughs> if there's something you're dying for us to talk about, leave us a review. You can also DM us if you really well, want. Yeah. You don't have to. But we appreciate um, and if you want to go a step further, <laughs> and you fancy a sprinkle of Disney podcast merchandise, you, you wouldn't. We're not wrapping it today. We let do. Down. Um, <laughs> then <laughs> oh no, I've just realised. Sorry, everyone. Even though you can't yeah, see us, yeah, not great. Um, then head to our Instagram and feed mm-hmm. the bio. There's a nice little link tree there, mm-hmm. and it will guide you towards our merch. And there's quite a lot on offer. There's a lot of colour options. There are. We spent a lot of time on those colour options. <laughs> we were very picky. We were. <laughs> so hopefully there is something there for everyone. Yes, feel free to, to shop till you drop. But that merchandise. Yeah. So wish. <laughs> if it's you know consensual and you've got enough money, like we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're not. Yeah. There's no pressure. <laughs> Um, and we're really excited, as you can probably tell, about today's episode. We are returning to our high school musical series with the final Yay. full-length, fi- well, final like official full-length film in the franchise. Yeah. yeah. High School Musical 3. Um, so we've obviously done High School Musical 1 and High School Musical 2 episodes already. So if you want to catch up before you listen to this instalment, you can head back to episode 21 and episode 29. Um, or just enjoy this one and head back afterwards if you yeah, feel there's no specific you feel like being non-chronological you do you and <laughs> um, obviously there are other films in the, the series obviously there's like um Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure which we probably will do one day because it's a banging yeah. film I feel like it's necessary for yeah <laughs> yeah it is I like the series and stuff but this is like the final little round off of this mini series I think um, so we'll be discussing our thoughts on the music the characters and we'll be of course giving it a classic score out of 10 everyone's here for that's yes. that's why everyone listens but you have to wait until the end everyone you can't well actually you could just skip but you know yeah but good why luck, you ruin the good luck trying to find that in our episodes <laughs> please stand clear of the doors por favor manténganse alejado de las puertas that brings us on to disney fun fact number one so zach efron actually injured his wrist while filming the spinning corridor scene featured in the song scream in this film 
I have heard that one, to be fair. Same. I remember it being a bit of a like big deal at the time. Like, oh, like he's injured himself. <laughs> so committed to the cause. It's just his wrist, like, to be fair, it's painful. Don't get me wrong. But it was so over-dramatized. Yeah, it was. It was like, oh my goodness, he's injured. <laughs> Anything to get Zach Efron, like, in the confusion But also, I can see how that happened. It's a very yes. chaotic number. I love how all of like, the Tiffany ones on TikTok, like the TikTok trend that was like the cameraman during that song, and he, <laughs> from their point of view, and it's like walking on the walls. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, that brings on to our first segment where we discuss the background and reception of the film. Um, so the film was released in 2008. The UK actually got an earlier release date than the US. Yeah. Um, we were lucky. Um, it was well, yes. <laughs> it was developed <laughs> immediately after the success of *House Musical* two, and *House Musical* three was the only film in the trilogy that actually premiered um, in the, in cinemas. Um, so it premiered in London on October seventeenth, two thousand and eight, in the theatrical release, which was all very exciting. Um, it was. It was. I remember everyone being so excited. It was like it's in the cinemas. This was in the cinemas. Um, because yeah. we would have been I'm trying to figure out how old we would have been um, um, what, like, 12, 12 okay. years ago so I would have been 12 wait no but it's 14 years ago <gasps> oh my goodness so I would have been okay. I would have been 12 I would have been <laughs> wait Oh, yeah, because you're technically two years older than me at the minute. Okay, yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I would have been like 10, 11, yeah. Um, yes, well, oh, my. Yeah, well, yeah, I thought I was further into high school, but clearly not. Um, so the film grossed over $90 million worldwide in just the first three days of release, which was a new record for the largest opening weekend for musical filming. That is crazy. Yeah. From a film that would have been an original digital movie. It's crazy. Yeah. It grossed $252 million worldwide. And the soundtrack debuted and peaked at number two on the Billboard 200 in the US. And they had a much more significant, I think, like costume set design and marketing budget for this mm. film as well. Everything was yeah. heightened, wasn't it? Everything went right, yeah. right up to the top. Um, bop to the top, one may even say. <laughs> I'm not even sorry. Um, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of those. Because I knew we did the episode today, but if I speak to someone, I'd be like, it's now or never. <laughs> so the plot of this film... Right, here we go. Are we all ready? A, a plot summary. Um, so after the House of Musical 2 and our, um, our summer away, our summer vacation... We are back to East High and we open on the basketball court, the iconic East High basketball court. Um, and it's the end of the school year and it's basically, to summarise really simply, the film is like the last week or two weeks or however long it is. So it's like, I think it's like only a month, something like that. Yeah, um, that's... Yeah, it's like the final month of their high school years. That's like the summary, really. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is, yeah. That is it. They play some basketball. <laughs> um, they they are in a play. They apply to college. Um, yes. They the graduate the end. I think that's it. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, it's there's not actually much of a like plot. 
<laughs> no, it's very much more like an exploration of like the characters and what they're going to do next. Yeah. The whole thing is what will happen next, and they just explore that. So there's like a brand new, yeah. um, and then we let's see the int- introduction of some new characters, like the younger generation and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, um, there's there's a prom. Gabriella is her whiny self. Um, I was going to say there is a prom, but I mean, Troy didn't get to go, did he? <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> well, yeah. So they have like a, they, have, they have their final play. They have their prom, and they have um they have their relationships are tested before they graduate and go to college. Gabriella uh... gets an early acceptance somewhere, and it's all that. So to summarize, they literally it's their final month at school where they are in a play, play some basketball, uh, have some chats, do or don't go to prom, and then they graduate. The end. Yeah. I think that's a fair summary. <laughs> I think that is a fair summary. Um, Even though the film's yeah, two hours long, uh, that's it. Well, it's it's a lot of singing. They're singing out like their decisions and their feelings, mm. you know. So I feel like that forms more of the action. And most of it is about the preparation for this um, final play. Yeah, the build up. Which of course is called it's like senior year or something, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. Called senior year. It's like for goodness' sake. Yeah. So that's what most of it's about. It's like a play with it's like a, a, a play within a film about yes. the play <laughs> about the film. <laughs> very meta. It is very meta. Yeah. Especially when you get to the, the final scene with like the actual well one of the final scenes with the show and in the show we're performing songs that were previously performed as part of the film musical. Yeah, it's so many layers. It is. It is. So yes. So I think that's just all we need for the plot, to be honest, because I think we're going to go into yeah. more depth. Um, I, I don't really fancy going into detail about their minute lives, to be honest. <laughs> their the silly little quibbles. <laughs> their stupid, in, irrelevant, privileged lives. Their woes that aren't woes. <laughs> they all manage to go to college and they can all afford it and they all manage to afford the perfect prom dress. What a hard life they all lead. The end. Okay, end of podcast, the end. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> with that, I guess we better see what people think well, yeah. of the film. And <laughs> buckle in, because we're in for some sort of ride here. Yeah, I saw like some sneak previews of scores, and they were a range. Yeah. So, right. Disney Channel films never have high scores because they're not really deemed as proper no. films. Even though they're not as in the cinema. They're seen as like lesser, aren't they? Yeah, it's not as esteemed. So, yeah, on IMDb, this film has 4.9 out of 10. So it's the lowest score of all of the high school musical films. That's so funny. <laughs> um, oh. I think the first one had 5.9. One or five point two, and the second one had five. Yeah, I think, I think we're, we're being like shocked that. that the first one was the highest one, wasn't it? Yeah. So when you look at that, you think that's pretty low. But at the same time, this is each other's fault. So people don't like to admit that they like these things. No, it it's like a taboo, them. isn't it? Like it I is. actually enjoyed Disney Channel movies. Yeah. Surely not. Can't admit that, but some of us do admit that. So anyway. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, the critic score is 63%, whilst the audience score is 72%. So, that uh, was a bit more generous there, yeah, um, yeah. on both fronts, I would say. Um, I think that's higher, I think, than the first two. Um, 
so that's interesting. But mm. then on Amazon, going on a different branch this ooh, episode, ooh. is Amazon have reviews. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> uh, but I should say specifically Amazon UK before anyone tries to glass me for this thing as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's given a collector score of 4.6 out of 5. So oh, that's very high. So it's a bit of a mix, mixture, mixed feelings, I think, towards this film. Um, if you uh, scroll through the reviews, you're in for a journey, for sure. <laughs> I was definitely in for a journey. So, um, so in the Times, um, it said, As far as slickly produced and joyfully energetic escapism goes, highest commission free is top of the class. Yeah, that's fair. If you take it for what it is, which I think is what you exactly. have to do with a film like this. Yeah, like, you don't have expectations that it's going to be, like, an Oscar-winning film. Yeah. you like, yeah. It's not going to be the highest brow oh. of society drama, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's definitely a statement. Definitely. Um, so, yes, that's one view. Then, in the Empire magazine, they said that if you're under 12, you won't be disappointed. If you're over 12, the fact that this is a funny and bright as, as insipid won't stop you from avoiding it like the plague. So basically, they think that only um, people under twelve enjoy this film. So even when you were the target audience at twelve, mm. no, that's wrong. It's interesting, isn't it? Because um, yeah, that's what doesn't quite work. Doesn't like, match with the initial time that it was released or anything <laughs> no. like that. No, that's like say, saying that like we're not the target audience for like Toy Story when it came out. Yeah. Which is funny because we'll get to that later. But like, I actually enjoy this film more as an adult than I did as a kid. Like when I was younger, this was actually my least favorite. Now as an adult, it's actually my favorite. So I think it's funny, like it's a more mature one. I think it's funny that they say that. Yeah. But actually, I think the songs and all that kind of stuff and the themes are more mature. So yeah. You enjoy them when you're older. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, and then... So take that, Empire <laughs> Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the Rolling Stone, they said that Efron, I love how he didn't get his first name, no. Efron and co-star Vanessa Hudgens have charm, but director Kenny Ortega buries them in formula dances, forgettable tunes, and dialogue that makes Greece sound like Greek tragedy. Quite rude, to be honest. Yeah. I actually think the choreography is pretty sick. Beautiful, yeah. <laughs> so... Let's move on. <laughs> so then on to the variety. Because that's, we're not going to give them any more time than they deserve for that ridiculous no, review. But we can't be biased. We have to allow for we can read it. With to, we to open up the conversation. Um, in variety, they said that it's an infectiously upbeat, big screen extension of Disney Channel's runaway TV movie sensation. Yeah, that's a summation. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it is weird how it kind of became so big when it's literally. I think yeah. if you, as we'll probably reflect later on, nothing really happens in any of these films. It's not like high stakes yeah. drama. No, it's not groundbreaking, really. Oh, no. so it's like it's, it's weird just... how that's the one that really took off. Mm. Yeah, because there's some Disney Channel films that are a bit more like mystery based, and yeah, there's like something. Yeah that needs solving or mm. like, figuring out. It's not really any like surprises in these films. No. So yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. I'm full of them this evening, as you can tell. <laughs> well, you are, yeah. <laughs> Clearly, this is going to be an interesting discussion. <laughs> um, so, onto the 
audience, though. So, um, in IMDb, someone said that the musical numbers are better than ever, and the writing has found its sweet spot, the dialogue finally sounding 100% natural. Overall, this movie is funny, entertaining, and highest musical at its best. Warning to fans, the ending will hit where it hurts. That's my one, Jonathan. The review? Yes. Oh, yes. That was quite a lot of ground. Yes. Very well put, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good point about the ending, though. I think I remember when, like, when I watched it, I went to see it. I was like, "Oh no, it's the end now!" Like, do there's no, there's not mm. another one. Like, I remember that being my my feelings. I was like, "That's sad. We don't get any more." Even though at the time there was like talk of potentially being a fourth one. I remember being really annoyed that the last school was called, that the last song was called House Musical. And that kind of tainted the ending for me. I was like, this is ridiculous. Um, so... <laughs> Interesting. So, actually, I find it more emotional looking back now as an adult. Um, when I was younger, it was more like, this is such a cringy song to finish on. It um, was a very cringy song yeah, to finish on. We'll talk that. about later. But... but I still love it. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so then someone said that this was their first experience with anything high school musical related. And they regret they regretted having decided to watch this. They like musicals, and they thought there would at least be catchy songs to like, but there weren't. And they can't see how anyone can like this unless you're a ten-year-old girl. Why do we have to point out girl? Like why? Yeah. Like an age, ten-year-old is bad even, enough. Yeah. yeah. But you've gone for like a gender and an age, like a very specific demographic. <sighs> how annoying! It's very annoying. Very narrow-minded. <laughs> Um, <laughs> if you're listening, IMDb user, which you probably yeah, won't. Yeah, it's out these people, isn't it? <laughs> I don't think they're listening to a house musical theme podcast. That's what they felt though. Well, some people though, you know, they mm. they're getting like a thing out of listening to things about this. So, next person said that they'll admit they were expecting a film with a predictable plot. I didn't get that. I got a film with a non-existent plot. And even when something did happen, it was predictable and cheesy. The script doesn't fare much better. In fact, it's very, very weak. Who's I'm not going to lie. They have got a point. <laughs> yeah. Well, as we said, there's not much Nothing plot. Nothing really so happened. We can't deny it. We've just said that. No. <laughs> yeah, it's it's true. But that's, it shows you don't need a plot sometimes. So. No, no. Yeah. If you've got stuck effort in your film, you're covered. <laughs> there's more of a plot than Fantasia. That's there's well. a plot for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another user said that there's power throughout the movie and songs. You can feel all the emotions these high schoolers are feeling before they leave behind childhood and go into adulthood. Zach Efron had the best performance of the role. He showed what it means to not know where you're going. How deep, but how accurate. Yes, I'm, I'm on board yeah. with this thought train. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, uh, someone said that as the original High School Musical trilogy comes to a close, mm. I'm left very satisfied with my final trip to East High. The movie was well made, the song was the best series I've seen, the filmmaking is the best yet, and the acting was superb. I can vote that far. Superb's a strong word, but yeah. <laughs> superb is, yeah. But, yeah. I, would I think say it's a satisfying ending, yeah. Yeah. I think the thing is, you see improvements between all three of them, don't you? Because yeah. obviously the budget, but they get a bigger budget. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
And the actors grow up and mature and all that kind exactly. of stuff. Exactly. Surprise. Quite mixed vibes. Um, mm. But maybe not unexpected. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. That brings us on to Disney Fun Facts number two. So, all of the original songs from the film were listed among the 49 eligible songs in nomination at the 81st Anchor Awards in the Best Original Song category. The special notice towards the songs I Want It All, Can I Have This Dance, I Like to Remember, and Scream. Ultimately, none of the songs were nominated though. That's really annoying because, like, this is why I get really frustrated about the Oscars mm. and stuff like that, especially with something like music. Some yeah. of these songs are incredible um, mm. in the way that they've been written, the music, the lyrics, everything behind it are amazing. But because it's come from yeah. this film, it was never ever going to get nominated. Was they it? don't consider it. Yeah, it's like an automatic, like, default, we're not interested, but very sad. And it is quite elitist in that sense of, like, only certain oh, yeah. films are considered, like, a high enough calibre to be considered for awards, and it's just not true. Mm. No, no. Everything should be celebrated. Like, you know, if someone's done a good job or something, it shouldn't matter what platform it was on, no. or, like, you know, what genre it is. Well, especially, like I say, with something like music, because that is something that, like, is a... Whether you write a, a, a music, like a jingle for The Simpsons or you write an opera, like music is the kind of thing that like you need skill at every level to do yeah. because it's so specialised as a skill. So it's like, it's, I think especially in, in categories like music and costume and all that kind of stuff that is very, regardless of what the calibre, in inverted commas, of the yeah. film that you're making is, the skill remains the same. So yeah. I always think like it frustrates me in that sense. It is very um, rigged. Well, that brings us on though. Speaking of music, very nice transition. Yeah, that was totally on purpose. (laughs) So, um, if you've listened to our previous episodes, you'll know that we've discussed our favourite songs. Those we've done that. So now, of course, it's time that we move on to to discuss what we thought of the soundtrack in the third film. So, if you had to pick. Interesting. Songs. Uh, best. You ate. <laughs> Could have changed it, but mm. I didn't. Um, the way the cookie crumble, I'm afraid. So <laughs> it always seems to crumble <laughs> a very particular way. Well, you can raise it with no one. We're just stuck with just me. So if you had to pick, any of our listeners are looking to be a podcast host. We have an opening. <laughs> well. Good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Okay. No, so you need to get serious. Oh. Right. So. <laughs> I'm joking. Sorry, Well, have we ever been serious on this? Right. No. So if you had to pick three top songs, which I know okay. is a big ask, it is quite a big it's okay. ask. It's okay. It's okay. From this film, yeah. um, what would it be? Um, this is really difficult. But I think, I'm just trying to check that I've got three and not four. Because you know when you've got a list oh, in your head. Oh, here we go. No, I think two and one again. No, I'm not. I'm not. I've seen this before. No, so I think my favourites. Oh no, I do. I think I have four. Well, you're gonna have to go with three. I'm afraid. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Right, you can have three, and then you can have an honourable mention. How about that? So you do your three. I'll do my three, and then we'll do our honourable mentions. There we go. See. See, this is why I'm around. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, my top three, are you ready? No no particular order. Yeah, okay. Now or Never, The Boys Are Back, and Scream. Oh, 
Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I've messed things up for you now, no, haven't I? It's actually a lot harder than I, I thought told it was. You. So they're my top three. Um, I think this is a really hard one because mm. I had to, I'll discuss that honorable mention in a second. But yes. I think the reason that I like those three and they're the ones for me that feel most like a professional song, or they feel oh, like yeah. most noticeably actually they're all kind of. They're all choice songs. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I feel like they're the most like powerful, the most like, like upbeat ones. Like they yeah. are the most kind of like. Cause I feel like lots of the other ones they feel very like high school musical. Mm. Pardon the pun. Esque like that yeah. sense of like a kind of amateur. Which they're still great songs. They're all amazing songs. Mm. But I feel like if if I was to like narrow it down, I feel like like now or never is just iconic as well. Like it so, is. Yeah. That opening scene. The way that opens is just, oh, it was so I know. good. Very clever. But I remember as a kid being really annoyed that we'd come in like right at the end of the year and that was the end of the game. And I was like, I feel like I've missed so much in the senior <laughs> yeah. year. Um, yeah. But that whole, the whole vibe, it's one that you can kind of put on and really like, like get in the mood with whatever you need to work or clean or walk or whatever. Like it works for everything. The boys are back. I just, it's just, it's so catchy. It's so catchy. It's so it good. really is. It's just. Yeah. I love it. Nothing else to say on that one. It's just, like, it's just one of those songs that, like, once you hear it, you, it's in your head loads and you kind of, like, hit these stuff, like, playing over it. And I think, again, lots of these scenes have such a play on why the songs are so good as well. Because um, this is one yeah. of the best scenes in the whole film when they become kids and oh, they're playing around amazing. with superheroes and up and down and the cars come to life and and they both look exceptionally attractive in this scene as well, which always helps. The head, the headband situation. Oh, the headband. Ray has gone. That's something. That's in itself. <laughs> I think you can excuse. Headscarf makes it sound like he's got like (laughs) an old woman scarf on his head. (laughs) You know what I meant. I said bandana. Bandana's like thing. Bandana's the word. That's the word. (laughs) (laughs) That is. Because it, well, it was such a shock, but when it happened, I was like, "Oh yes." Um, Top tier. Yeah. And the same then, he, and with Chad as well, when he has like that kind of like, because in this, he's really filled out in this film, like his like muscle wise, his pecs yeah. and stuff. So like when he wears those t-shirts in that scene, he's got like, the t-shirt over the t-shirt. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah, yeah, because he wears a t-shirt over the long sleeve. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That's yeah. it's a look. It works. Yes. Yeah. It was excellent, but, excellent for those reasons as well. That aside. <laughs> and the, I, yeah. I feel like I love that song because of like what it stands for and like it tells us, because like we know they've been friends for a really long time, but we don't really know like yeah. a lot about their friendship history. So it's nice to kind of see how long yeah. they have been friends for and what it's built on. So I really like that. And again, the song itself is banging. And then Scream, I mean. Oh, that's. Is there anything else to say? <laughs> I mean, Troy is in a league of his own. Yeah. We've said this before. He is in a league of his own in within. He carries this whole franchise. Oh, yeah. But it's the songs like this, though, that prove that he carries this whole franchise on his back because it's just The passion incredible. with which this is sung 
is just incredible. Yeah. Um, and the sweat. way, even like the way, you see the sweat. <laughs> <laughs> like there's passion in the whole thing, like the choreography. Yeah. But I think as well, like even when you listen to it without, without that, the power that's in his voice, and then like the um, even like the words and the message that it's about, and that real sense of being like, I don't know what to do. Like it's such a relatable feeling yeah. in that sense as well. Like, it's a very real song, mm-hmm. I think. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like this, this could be like a Zac Efron single, regardless of High School Musical. Cause it's such, a, it's such a, I think it's such a non-High School Musical song as well. Like in the yeah. sense of like it's yeah. very removed from the classic Disney Channel song type. Um, it's very aggressive. Yeah. I love an aggressive song. That's why I love just like James Arthur and stuff like that. Like I love, I love aggressive, passionate male <laughs> songs. Um, so yes, they are my top three. I would say. It's a it's a good like follow up to bet on it, isn't it? Well, yeah, I think that's what it is. Like, it feels like a really like, natural progression, and and, and I also yeah, think like yeah. if I was on the soundtrack, they're the kind of like three songs that I would be really excited when they came on. I'd be like, yeah, like to to go with. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So that's they that's are fair. my official top three. How okay. about you? Don't we just keep talking? Just carry on whilst you make a decision. Well, you clearly have a lot to say. Oh wow! (laughs) Um, right. Okay, it's actually really hard. Well, some of us had to make a decision earlier than others. Well, I thought I had already made mine. Here's the situation. I'm just going to outline something real quick before I go into my three. Um, All we have to be something with you, doesn't there? There's always well, some kind of free spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this soundtrack is just excellent. Like, I love listening to the soundtrack, mm-hmm. and it's the one out of the high school school ones that I will gravitate towards the most. So, that, I'd like to have that disclaimer out there before people kick off about what choices I made in my top three. Because we because have had kick off in the past. We have. <laughs> exactly, and it's not to say that I don't like the other songs. But I have a decision which I made myself <laughs> do. Just push your own so, <laughs> right, stalling. <clears throat> you are. Okay. What's new? Okay. Right. Okay. So, boys are back. I'll just start with because that was one of my yeah. three, and obviously we've just discussed it. But I think the reason I love it is that we finally get a Troy and Chad song. Yeah, like, we it was so get overdue. Those two together and. It's, their voices really work together as well. They like do. they kind of well. But the vibe of this song is so cool as well. Like I wanted to be part of this yeah. whole <laughs> theme. Like it's really, really cool. Like it just yeah, I love the whole thing, the whole scene and the vibe. And the whole like dancing section and like the, the beat and stuff yes. with both like both guys, with cool guys. Yeah. It was like quite a different yeah. thing, I guess, in like dance films. Yeah, exactly. Like that's so true. Like that's not like a stereotypical like way for them to be. No. Like in a film. like it's. I I was just about to say it's nice to see them mess around together because yeah. a lot of the time in this film they're quite serious because they're making decisions about their future and they don't get on quite a lot. They're meant to be best mates, but they never really act like it. No, exactly. And well, especially with Chad. Because he's obviously not on board with the whole like anything about what he wants to do. (laughs) Well, yes, I'm very supportive at all, if I'm honest. But my point is that I love the fact that they're just like acting, like 
silly and a bit like childlike and like yeah. nostalgic, their childhood together and all that. Like, yeah. So I love that song for the reason of it being a cool vibe, a catchy song, and I love what it represents within their friendship. So, yes, love that song. Um, this one might come as a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, something about this song. I I think it's my favourite high school musical song. I'm a bit of a bold claim. But, like, I don't think it resonates with people so much, but something about this song, I will always choose it to listen to first. So I'm actively picking which one I'll go for. Right. I'm not going to I love it. So, it's actually right here, right now. Now, what you're thinking, it's Ryan Gabriella, typical high school musical duet. I'm not just addressing you. <laughs> I was saying I didn't do anything. Um, and <laughs> That wasn't a dick. <laughs> um, but I love this song so, so much. I think there's something about the fact that they're like up in Troy's tree house, like mm. they're discussing like their future together, like it's so uncertain, but they're also like we need to like live in the moment, but like and make the most of what we've got right now and I just love the song itself. Like I really enjoy listening to that one and singing along to it. Mm. So it's my favourite duet that they do, definitely. Um, but it's also, I think it is actually my favourite song as well. I just think it's such a magical moment. Like, I think the fact that they're in the treehouse, like, he's just won the game. Like, you know, they're, they're talking about how it doesn't matter how far away they are from each other. In that moment, it's magical. Obviously, it gets a bit messy later on. But they're saying, like, it doesn't matter what comes in our way. Like, we'll still, like, we still have each yeah. other. And I love that. I really love that. I just, I think it's such a, like, special moment. It just, it felt like a special moment anyway. Um, no, no, so. I do. I agree, and I actually think that like lots of the, I think Troy and Gabriella's duets in this are the best ones they get. Um, I agree, and it's yeah. one. It it wasn't on my recommend on my highly recommended, but like mm-hmm. that is one again. That like I love singing that one. Like it's such a feel yeah. good sing song. Um, it is. Yeah, I, I think it feels like there's quite a lot of stage, especially because we have like the reprise of it later on yeah. like when things have got a bit more intense they're like singing like um troy's in his treehouse gabriella's on her balcony they're like, oh, like yeah. singing like <laughs> the song and then it like obviously like yeah lends them together on the screen it's very cool but also i think yeah i think it's got like quite a lot at stake like yeah I think, with their relationship and stuff so <clears throat> yeah i like that part of it um so yes that's number two and then it's so hard because like I feel like I can't not say Scream because I absolutely love that song as well but if I'm being like completely honest with like what I pick as like what I want to listen to most mm-hmm. like again it might come as a surprise because especially because I'm not a fan of Gabriella oh, um, no. this dance is my, my third choice because again I love that scene when they're like on the top of the school like with all the plants surrounding them like they're dancing and then there's like the rain just suddenly like breaks out like I just think it is actually a very romantic mode in the film and mm. it's just very sweet and I think it really does kind of it feels and obviously it is a high school film but it to me it feels like a high school moment like they're it's, it's just really cute like He's just asked us to prom. They're excited about it. He's nervous because he doesn't know how to dance. And, like, yeah. it's just a really sweet, really sweet moment. Um, so, 
yeah, I, I really enjoy that song. I enjoy singing along to that one as well. And I think the fact that they actually do like the waltz, like, together on top of the school, like, the plants as well. There's something about, like, the atmosphere and, like, and of course, Gabriella's wearing like a really cute dress because she always mm. is. She gets the best outfits in the film. Like, it's just a really sweet, romantic woman. So, yeah, I, I think like they're my top three because they're the ones that I always want to listen to. Because can I have this dance? Is my top one of a mention? It was very nearly in my top list because that's the one for me that yeah. like. I just think it's so beautiful and like. It is. It's such a cathartic song to sing, especially when they get towards the end, and um, when they're like, "No man in too high enough." That bit, like, I know. It's, so it's, it's just such a lovely song. It's, it's really yeah. nice to sing when they're like, "Let it rain, let it pour." I'm like, "Yes." Oh, so yes, yeah. it's, it's just yeah, it's cute. It's very so, yeah. cute. I really like that one, and I think again because that scene is just so beautiful. Um, it's such a well choreographed scene the whole thing is great I think that then adds to my love of the song yeah, so that's same. that one and then my other one because to be fair I do love right other here other one right here. yeah <laughs> I thought we only had one other one well, okay yes carry on well, I, I, took me what, by surprise because well, I love right here right now as well like I love that one you're right like it's a great again it's a great song to sing I think it's more upbeat than most of their previous songs yeah. I think in the in the last yeah. films yeah. the issue we have is that most of their songs are like the boring flat slow mellow yeah, versions yeah. of high paced yeah. songs it's nice that in this film they finally got some high tempo songs thank goodness Yeah. Um, but my other one is <laughs> which I don't even know why because it's probably not even one of the best songs in it but it's the one that I just can't stop singing as you will have heard oh. before it's just want to be with you I just think it's so catchy like even just the chorus I just think that bit I don't even know what it is about it I think it, it runs throughout it so much as well it's yeah like little, it does I just want that one line but yeah that's like a less honourable mention but I just feel like I have to say it because it's the one that I always sing when it comes to mm. like like that's so my that's my musical three earworm, so that's where that one is. Yes, while well, you were, um, you know, and while singing it to you, <laughs> free recording. It was so I, I was not surprised. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, any others? No, no. <laughs> I could do most of the soundtrack, to be fair, but um... well, I was gonna say. I mean, um, okay. My ones. So Scream is an obvious one I feel. I've already said that I love it, but um I do. Troy solos are bangers. Really are. Like if you wanna like pump yourself up and like get yourself raring to go, yeah. like ready for the day, chuck bet yeah. on it and scream on and it's like <laughs> you're in the mood. That's it. So yeah, Scream's definitely one of mine. Um oh I love Now Whenever as well. I think the hype that that song builds for the oh, rest of the film. So like, good. I'm so invested. So invested in the game. Are they going to win? And I'm like so invested in seeing like what happens to everyone. Like, I'm just, yeah, very invested. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a gripping song. I even love the fact that like Coach Bolton gets like a little bit, like not, he doesn't sing. You know, he, he like, yeah. <laughs> and then Gabriella's bit, like, oh. yes, it's cringe. But it, at the time in the cinema, I was like, whoa. 
this is so dramatic. Like, this is a well, big that, deal. that was like a new level, wasn't it, for those films? Like, it was very, like, it was. I must admit, that is one yeah. part of the song that I'm just like, oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> See, I, I love it. I'll she always just slows the well. whole thing down. We're all like, yeah. And then she's like, try it. Oh, shit. Damn. <laughs> Um, yeah, I yeah. like it when he but, picks up. He's like, "Make me strong." Once we get to that bit, I'm like, "Okay." Oh yeah, yeah, again. yeah, yeah. He's like, "Turn it up, yeah, 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 yeah." yeah. And, and we actually it. go back to the proper song. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, absolute banger of a song, sure. Um, so yeah, I think they would be my two. You said two, right? I've lost track. You can have a third one if you like. Um, I. Things. A fair choice. That's a fair <laughs> choice. I knew it was a trap. It was a trap. Um, oh, it's you know it's hard. I feel like the further down your list you get, it actually gets harder because yeah, those songs are beyond like an equal standing. Okay, so like I want it all. I think is incredible. Like <gasps> yeah. what an incredible production. Um, I love that. I think it's very catchy and it's very singable. As it's well. one of those songs I think that like, lives in my head rent free even when I haven't oh, seen the yeah. film for a long time. Sometimes yeah. in the kitchen, I just find myself singing that song. Oh, specifically Brian's part. You know when they're like, yeah. LA, London. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I just have that yeah. in my head. I'm like, where did this come from? Um, but I'm just going to throw another one in there because why not? I think... Oh, wow, so I'm number four. <laughs> <laughs> A Night to Remember is worth noting as well. Oh, yeah. I, I do love, like, <laughs> the guys specifically in yeah. that song. Like, I don't like the stereotype. Part of it. They're all just thrusting in these imaginary <laughs> changing rooms. <laughs> yes, okay, right. So like every song we've been no, discussed now. So, now this is another question. So, do you think there are any weaker songs on this soundtrack? So, any that just don't match up to the rest that kind of fade in the background? Um, let me just check, consult my list. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like I said before, like High School Musical, the final song, like I get why it's there. I enjoy the song. Yeah. I feel like the rest of the soundtrack is like a higher calibre of music. We've got like yeah. it's more mature. It could be like actual songs that are released as singles and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we come back to High School Musical and it's like we go back to that like we're all in this together vibe. And I know why they've done it, yeah. but I remember thinking like why have they called the song? Which one they're like, I want my life to feel just like yeah. a high school yeah. musical and I was like, Oh for goodness sake like, Yeah, we've gone back to like a childish sort of vibe after growing up. Yeah. And same with like the slow-mo we're all in this together. Like they're kind of like not that I don't like them. Mm. And I get why they're in there. I understand it's the emotion and the nostalgia and stuff, but I just think compared to like the vibrance and pace and level and quality of the other songs, yeah. It does feel a bit like we've pulled it back at the end. Like um I yeah. I it just felt a bit cringe. It has music honestly, as even as a kid I remember thinking that's really cringy. You know, when they're like they're all singing high school musical over over the end where they're all like just smiling at nobody because they're in front of that imaginary <laughs> curtain that bit honestly as a kid really peeved me off <laughs> and even now watching it I'm like where does curtain come from <laughs> this is not a real curtain wow it's really affected you <laughs> well because like it would be different if like for the rest of the series and films and stuff there was like an outsider now like in the house musical the musical the series and they have like interviews mm. to camera that oh, might yeah. make more sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's when they all stand in front of this magical curtain and they all just stand and, like, <laughs> smile and nod. And they yeah. 
It's when they do the jump at the end and it like it like pauses while they're like up in the air and then oh, it's like the jump back down. Back down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bit for me was honestly when they kind of scan all their faces and like because because Chad Chad's just like yeah. <laughs> I think Troy's is actually the worst. Like he clearly Zach's clearly uncomfortable. Yeah, he's like smiling like yeah. smiling, like can I be done with this now? Like. <laughs> So that one for me, I think, like, if we talk about weaker songs. Yeah. And it's not, not, not a bad song. We've people come for it. It's not a bad song. No. But I just think, like, if you compare it to the rest of them, like, it's a song that yeah. I think I would skip in the soundtrack, those two. Yeah, I agree. Especially, I think, like, in the film, it feels like, to me, it feels like the, the end of, like, Just Want to Be With You. I feel like the end of that always just feels like the end of the film. And then I remember, like, when I was watching it, and then we went to graduation, I was like, oh. I was like, I thought the film had finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It almost, like, delays, like, the ending unnecessarily, like, pushes another, like, song out. Which, like, again, I understand why, because it's that final dance number that they have in all the films. Like, I get it stylistically, but it's more, for me, just, like, you have that really, like, emotional moment where they have, like, all come together at the end, and, like, Gabriella's back, and it's all woo. And then we go and do, like, a normal high school thing. But we haven't done any normal high school stuff, really, throughout... There haven't been classes yeah. and that kind of stuff. So yeah. it was always a bit like, oh. We seem to have, like, come down. And just things used to bother me so much. I was like, why are half of the graduates in white? <laughs> I was like, why oh, are yeah. half of them in red? Yeah. And the one thing as a kid, and even yeah. now that bothers me, is I'm like, where do all the chairs go? And why do they just all run away from their parents? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of questions. These things usually make sense, like, but it's when they, like, all run away from their parents, and their parents are like, yeah, go and dance in the grass with your nice heels. Go for it, kids. <laughs> like, it's just yeah, not normal. That's not realistic. No. no. So that ending, I understand why it's there, but it feels a bit like, it does feel like an add-on ending to the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an extra, like an added bonus. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Well, I was just going to have, like, a like, discussion about Walk Away. Oh, I even forgot about that one. Because it's better than the first Gabriella song. Um, the thing yeah. with Go Your Own Way is it's only good because Troy's in it, do you know what I mean? So, like, that's her best song. <laughs> yeah. I think it's better, but it's the one that I always forget that's in the film. So it's only when I look at the soundtrack list, I'm like, oh, yeah. And then when I watch yeah. the film, it's annoying because it's still her being moany. Even though she's gotten into the college of her dreams... She's still moaning and whining. Oh, she annoys me so much. Um, I know. So that bothers me. But, like, it is a better film. It's obviously a bit more, like, upbeat. Um, yeah. But, yes, it's, it's not... quick, though, as a song. It's quite a short song mm. as well. It's not very long. No. But, like, yeah, I don't know what, what you think about it. I feel like I'm normally more, like, against Gabriella songs than you are. Um, I just think she's just so whiny. Um, yeah, she is very... I think the problem with... Gabriella is so. I think Vanessa Hudgens is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but and like, even if I like the songs, it's like I I'll sing it. But I think the problem is you have the association with Gabriella, who's yeah. just so whiny and it's all like me, me, me with her yeah. all the time, and her woes don't even seem like real woes. And especially because all of her songs is the same thing. That's my issue with it. Is it's like. Every song that she has in the film are all about, I've got to leave Troy. They're all about that. Yeah. All about that. Even though Troy's are like similar, like he's questioning things, there's a different reason behind them all. It's like, 
I'm questioning, like, well, you know, like, how am I treating my friends? Who am I becoming as a person? And bet on it. But then when it comes to Scream, it's about, I literally don't know what to do with my life. Yeah. But all three of Gabriella's, like, solo songs are just like, oh, I can't believe that I've got to leave and be on my own, and I'm so sad about it. And, like, it's what's right for me, but it's, like, so hard. Ugh. I know. Ugh. I know. It's just unnecessary. And I think that damages this song, because I think maybe without the two previous ones, it might have felt a bit better, but it's like, I've been here, bought the T-shirt, had an ice cream. Like, I've been yeah, here forever. Yeah, we don't need this again. <laughs> yeah. We don't need to hear you moping around again. Yeah, I and I also think that song for me in terms of the film like it doesn't make any sense my big gripe with this film is the timeline yeah and how yeah. unrealistic some of it is and it's like they're just like I'm leaving now and it's like that just would not happen <laughs> I know because you see her with her fairy lights like on her balcony and you think there's no way you've packed up like no. <laughs> it's such a short space of time so neatly as well I might add I also was like it makes no sense because they say that it's like an early like month programme she gets to go a month early, but I was like, if school starts in September, then that means August. I was like, so it always bothers me that like, the timeline yeah, yeah, doesn't work. It's just incorrect. <laughs> so that sound bothers me because in the film, all I can think of when I'm watching it, I'm like, this makes no timely sense. Yeah. Like, why would their prom be in August? <laughs> I know it's ridiculous. It's absolutely so, yeah. ridiculous. So yeah, well, I feel like we digress. But, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're on the same page with that song. <laughs> yeah. It, it had potential, but it was too little too late, I think. Yeah. I, she made her mark. She had a card marked against her solo song. Yes. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. That brings on then to Disney fun fact number three. So, this is the only movie in the film series in which Chad's dad appears. He is played by David Reavers, is that how I say his name? Uh, sure. The real life father of Corbin Blue, which is really cool. And um, they've played father and son in two other TV films. Jump in. Oh, I loved Jump In when I what was. What a here. film. What <sighs> a film. And freestyle in 2008. So Jump In in 2007. So, oh, we're going to have to do a Jump In episode. We need to. Go. I know. Because Corbin Blue in that is. That's when he got to shine, like properly shine. Um, yeah, he wasn't held back by Chad. No. <laughs> Um, that's so cute though because I remember being really happy that we got to see Chad's mum and dad because it was a shame we didn't see them more yeah no it was mainly Gabriella's mum and Troy's mum and dad I was on board with them to be fair me too and then we sometimes saw Sharpie and Ryan's parents who are um, questionable questionable (laughs) they seem like quite good people just really not in touch with the world at all yeah That brings on to segment number three, where we'll be discussing some of the characters. And though there are some new characters in this film, the main characters are the same people who have bothered us and irritated us and entertained us <laughs> in the first two films. Um, so which characters do you think have grown the most since the first film? Let's start with someone who I think is severely underrated and underappreciated. Kelsey. Kelsey, I love because I think you really do see her grow, like her confidence. Yes. Rose. She comes out of her shell like in the second film. Yeah. And then in this film, like she's really like holding her own. Like she knows what she wants, she knows what she's about. Like she's still yeah. a little bit nervous and like a little bit like quieter than others. But she also isn't being stepped on in the yeah. same way that she was 
in the first film, and she's confident enough to like know that her music is good and believe in her music. And yeah, so I think she has a real glow up, if you like. Yeah. <laughs> um, in that sense, because it's just nice as well to see Helen like shine through the show yeah. as well. Like, and obviously the fact that she is one of the Juilliards. Yeah, I loved. I loved that element of it that it was someone who, like, the off-stage person got nominated. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I I agree. Like, it was just it was really nice and well deserved. And like I said, I like I feel like that reflects like her personal growth as well because yeah. it's like she as she came out of her shell. I feel like she believed in herself more. I think you're right then on the confidence side there as well, because like in the first film, she wouldn't even speak to any of them, and now she feels like she's confident enough to get them all in one show. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Like, she's confident enough to write their names down on the sign-up sheet. Yeah, so I feel like that's definitely growth. And in that sense, like, I feel like she is one of, like, the main stars, like, if you like, mm. of the of the show, because she gets everyone together. And it's because of her that they all get that final moment on the stage together. Yeah. And I think it also helped Troy, you know, like, make his decision. So I think she's great. And I do think she has one of the biggest, like, arcs in terms of growth. Like, she's just so quiet in the beginning. And now look at her go. Like, well, yes. yes. <laughs> so who do you think has had the most growth? from maybe the first film or the second film it could be recent growth could be long-term growth oh gosh it's quite open in this question this is an open question <laughs> yes <laughs> see my, my like go-to is to talk about Troy but I think I'm going to talk about him in my next question so I'll like and that's yeah. kind of part of the reason why I like him so I'll, I'll come to that in the next bit okay so I feel like I'm drawn to to Ryan and I think that's quite a nice pairing to your answer because in the third film they work quite close together yeah yeah because I think if you think it back to the first film, like Ryan was obviously in it, but he didn't really speak a lot. Like he um, was didn't really have his own character apart from being like Sharpay's brother. And I feel like when yeah. you get to the third film, like he has such a separate. Like in the second film, he obviously starts to grow and he like sings yeah, with the wildcats comes out of his and shell a bit pushes yeah back a bit. He helps yeah. to like trick his sister and stuff. But I feel like in the third film, it's the first time like he actually has. He's Ryan rather than Sharpay's yeah. sister. Yeah. Like, I and I love that he takes on the choreographer role and that sense of like he finds what he's really good at. Like yeah. he loves performing, but performing is more Sharpay's thing because he loves yeah, the whole. Yeah. Like in in the second film when um, I can say Vanessa Hutchins and Gabriella, <laughs> it's like, like you're really good. Like you know your choreography is great. Like and he realizes then actually like, he has another talent that yeah he prefers instead. And I think he's to more see than him, what Sharpay thinks he is. Yeah, and that he manages to go out on his own and actually like really take charge. The fact that he's mm. kind of like with Kelsey like in charge of the musical and Sharpay's not really in sight as part of that team. So I think yeah. that's really nice to see how he kind of wasn't afraid to come out of his shell. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like quite a slow process for him, I think, because it's like yeah. he kind of edges out and stuff, and it he's still quite comical and as well in it, but. You, and you see him become more integrated as a friendship, as part of the friendship group as well. Yeah. And that's quite nice, is that it's not just that he's becoming himself, but it's that he kind of is able to be himself and be open, but also then kind of get more friends as a result of it. So I think it's a really nice mm. message of that idea of just when you find who you are, like you find who your real friends are and all that kind of stuff. So I really like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, same. 
because I think those two plus Troy who we'll discuss in a minute but like I think they're kind of the only people that really do maybe Miss Darbus does grow a bit to be fair Miss Darbus becomes yeah. up and Coach Bolton they actually grow as people yeah, they become they far less judgmental mm. um, and more, more accepting. accepting yes oh look at us in- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think other than that I don't really think people which no one mentioned in a minute but I don't think the rest of them really grow over three years which is really sad I think yeah, um, I would agree with that. Because I think for me, like Kelsey and Ryan are the ones that come to mind for, mm, for the biggest like yeah. growth. Because obviously we're talking about Troy, but I feel like his isn't quite like as, as huge as theirs because I feel like the difference between them is like absolutely like mm. massive, I think, in terms of like confidence and stuff. Yeah. Um, whereas I feel like Troy was already a really good character with some flaws, but mm. he was really good in the beginning. Whereas yeah. like they had... Their, their issues so yeah yeah yeah, yeah so that's, I mean I think one of the big it is a shame that like because they obviously make Ryan's character quite flamboyant all the way throughout the films and like um I've forgotten the guy's name who plays him now Lucas Graham thank you he obviously <laughs> come out and said like you know Ryan should have been gay like it was yeah, quite clear yeah. as to what it was and then they kind of forced him into that like relationship stage with I Kelsey, know. and it was like, oh, and like... it was forced as well. It was like it wasn't comfortable to to watch. Like everyone watching it, like right. as teenagers even watching it, like you, we all kind of knew like Ryan. That's yeah. just who Ryan is. Yeah. So it was such a shame that they kind of... it. Yeah, because it was so forced. Like, should we go to? Are you gonna ask Kelsey to prom? And I was like, what? Like, that doesn't even yeah, make any sense. I know. I know. Like, we need someone to go to prom with Kelsey. So that was a real shame. But frankly, yeah. they kind of you know. With High School Musical, the Musical the series, they tried to, you know, there have been some improvements on that. Yes, I think. there has. Um, yeah. But I think that's like kind of one limitation of his growth is that kind of. They limited him in that sense, I think, because it was quite clear. That he well, was... yeah, I mean, he had a limit to the point that he could actually be truly himself. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 A shame. Um, but everything else, I really. And then obviously the fact that he then gets like put forward for that scholarship as well, and it's like with choreography as, as itself. Yeah, um, it's like him in his own right rather than him, like yeah. obviously like in, in, in out I want it all. Even then he's singing like the way that he stands up for himself a bit more. He has like his mm-hmm. own section and stuff. Like I think it's very different to when you look at like um, Bop to the Top or st- like Stick to the Status Quo. Yeah, he's kind of behind Chappie the whole time. And it's her he's... choreography yes. as well. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, yeah. And you just kind of following along. So I think they, they do it quite cleverly mm-hmm. in his, his choreography and his dances too. So big up Ryan, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I agree. With that answered, who is your favourite character in this film? Well, uh, I don't think it'll be a surprise. No. <laughs> and I'm sure ours are the same. So, I think they are, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Troy, oh, we've said this before, like, he really does carry this whole thing. Like, he, mm-hmm. he just does. Like, he's the appeal. And I don't mean that in a way of, like, a teenager being, no. you know, attracted to, like, a good-looking, like, good-looking Zac Efron. That's not what I mean. Like, I mean, there was that element that to it as well. Yeah, of younger, course. But... Like, I have posters and stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, like, that's not what I mean. Like, what I mean is he is just such a, like, an attractive personality. Yeah. And he's just such a good person. Like, he yeah. knows what he wants. He goes after what he wants. He doesn't let anyone else make his decisions for him. Like, he supports his friend, even his friends, even when they don't support him back. Like, yeah. he he doesn't get pushed around by people. And I just, I feel like he's got so many admirable qualities. Like, because really, he could have been a really, like, arrogant, and there are points, mm. obviously, but he could have been a really arrogant character that pushed people around because he's the leader. Like, he's, yeah. like... 
uh, the, the um, captain of the basketball team. Yeah. Like, he's the cool, popular kid. But, like, really, he's the one that's got the least, like, arrogance about yeah. him. Like, the one that cares the least about himself in, like, a, a selfish way. Like, he's really not selfish. Like, the way that Gabriella makes him out oh. to be is it's a lie. It's a lie. She's created her own narrative yeah. of what's going on because mm-hmm. he couldn't be a better boyfriend to her. No. So I just think the fact that he is so supportive of everyone and like they're not like just it just shows like what a good friend yeah. he is it's just it's a massive shame that his friends aren't supportive of him and i just think you, you need new friends troy but you know <laughs> well, it's the scene of all three films i think is troy needs new friends yeah basically basically because i mean he deserves better he just does and he's so brave this is what gets me is like he's so brave to admit to people that like actually like basketball isn't why like want yeah. to do like, like I'm not sure like I actually am considering like theater like I'm, I'm you know I'm, yeah. I'm having like that's not what I'm definitely doing anymore like and that's quite hard to like admit to people especially like someone like Chad or like your dad where yeah. you've been saying your whole life this is what we're going to do together like we, this is our plan this is our future and like it's hard to get to like that bit of your life where you think that's what you're going to do and then actually I've changed my mind because it does affect people around you obviously you know they have to deal with it it's your life yeah but like it's it's very brave to tell people that and I think that makes him a relatable character as well like with also the fact that not everyone knows what they want to do Mm -hmm. like I think that's also a very relatable thing that comes out of it for me because I like the fact that like he actually doesn't know like the others like a lot of them are so certain and sure of themselves which is great but that's not realistic and actually no. it's a bit like toxic as well because it means like you should have everything together like by a certain yeah. point in your life so like I think he's the most kind of relatable and yeah, like realistic character of the franchise as well and I think that is why he's such an appealing person um because he's got that classic situation of where like his parents have tried to like kind of paint like paint his future for him and like yeah that's what he's always been told that he's going to do and he's obviously then decided well I'm going to do that because my parents like have been saying to do it and all that kind of stuff but then like he realizes that actually that's not what he wants like he wants to do his own thing Mm. so I just think he's very brave very courageous confident in a way that isn't toxic like he's not he's not arrogant because he's so sweet like the fact that he drives he's stupid for this I have to say the fact that he drives to go and see Gabriella to have oh. like a little prom with her. Do you know what? Like that's a no from me because <laughs> she she cut him off. Like she just she cut did. him out of his life over the phone. She's just there. Also, can I just say she doesn't seem upset either. Like I'm not no. being funny. She looks like she's like fine with her life. <laughs> and then he's there like with Chad. Like he he's basically ready to like cry like on his yeah. bed. You know, like after that call. But Chad's like chin up like he's basically saying these things yeah. and it's like at one point you could he's almost a supportive friend and almost. then he's just he's just not and no. it's like no let Troy feel his feelings so what I, yes what I'm trying to say there is like the fact that he's happy to drive up like he's that dedicated of a person and that yeah. selfless of a person that he, he misses his own up. prom yeah he gives up like what is you know for a lot of people like one of the biggest nights yeah. of like that that time when you're that age he gives that up for her and it's like she would not have done that for him well she didn't did she because she didn't give anything up for him at all the The fact that she's like it just makes it too hard if i see you again well you you haven't officially ended your relationship so like what was the plan like could you not have dropped this bombshell before you left 
Honestly. Again, it's like a manipulative thing, isn't it? I yeah, think she is. People definitely. don't like to admit it. We'll get to this in a second. Mm-hmm. But I do think she's more manipulative than you originally realised because to, yeah. to like call someone is like a cowardly way to do it when you'd have that conversation. Yeah. And like then to make them miserable when it should be like their time. And to have promised someone that you're going to come back and then not do it, it's just it's all just a bit much really for me. Like, Yeah. And she picks yeah. out his tux. Yeah. It's the fact. It's the fact that we see that conversation. His mum's like, oh, nice tux. And, and then he's like, yeah, Gabriella picked it out for me. And then suddenly she calls because, you know, the universe has that timing. And it, then it's suddenly like, yeah, like it's just too hard to see you again. So like, I can't. And he's like, what about prom? And she's like, I can't. It's so pathetic. Like, have a real conversation. Like, I know you're teenagers. <laughs> but I honestly, I, I just cannot stand. It so makes I just, no sense. No, bit, it doesn't. Been, like, it'd be too hard. It's like, like you said, so what was the plan then, babe? Like, like we just, we always, this was always the plan. Clearly, was to break up with him over the phone. Clearly, but he wasn't prepared for that because he thought after they sing right here, right now. Um, <laughs> You know, he thinks we're going to make it work. Yeah. We're going to try. It doesn't matter how far away we are from each other. We got this. That's where he's at. He's like, we'll have a nice prom. We'll be back soon. Fine. She's obviously gone off. And she's there, like, at Stanford, like, oh. yeah, this is this is it now. Like, she's already, she, she'd forgotten about Troy already. She's forgotten about him. <laughs> she's probably got a new man already on the scene, let's be honest. Honestly, and she's probably annoyed when he was up standing in that tree. Like, what are you doing? I've just, I've just ditched you. <laughs> So the whole yeah. the whole thing is a mess, but basically, I just think like it's it's just so representative of like what he's like as a person. The fact that he's so selfless, because yeah. that's not like obviously there's a little bit of like selfish element, I guess, because he wants to see her. But like it's selfless. He's giving up so much for her. Because in his head, he's like, I don't want her to miss prom. Yeah, and he's exactly. like, I don't want to be at prom without her. So that's exactly. not selfish. That's just no, like... but it's like you know. Like he's being, he's thinking about the way that it'll be best yeah. for them both, which she doesn't do. She always thinks on her own. And like, mm-hmm. I know she's moved like a hundred times, but like, so what? No one cares anymore. <laughs> honestly, so so yeah. Troy is my favorite mm-hmm. character. He always will be. He's the reason I watch the films. Yeah. And as we've discussed, his songs are some of the best songs in the whole. Oh yeah. Franchise. And you are right. Like. As I'm sure you'll say, I won't steal mm-hmm. your thoughts. But like, he obviously does have growth as well because mm-hmm. in the beginning he jokes about like theatre and stuff. He's like, yeah. yeah, like why would he do that? And then like, then he starts doing the shows and he starts enjoying the shows and like, and he also has his moments where like, he has very small moments where he's a bit problematic, but he learns from them and he's he just he doesn't kind of make people's decisions for them yeah. like his friends try to do for yeah, him. For him, yeah. Because even, yeah, I just, I just think he, his friends and Gabriella do not deserve him. No, no. He was meant to be somewhere else. He was in the wrong place. He was. Because <laughs> um, they don't deserve him. They don't. So yes, here's my favourite. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> He's my favourite as well. Like for all those reasons. and Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like for me, like you talk about him, he could have been like the arrogant kind of job, which is so true. When you look at other mm. films of that genre at that time. It was like, you know, you get like the cocky, popular guy with like the nerdy girl was like the go-to story. Yeah. And I think it's really cool that like he manages to like subvert that stereotype. Mm-hmm. Even from the first film, like when Kelsey drops her books and like, you know, he goes to oh. help her and he's like, so you're the playmaker. And like he, yeah. he makes her feel included from like day one. Yeah. And like, even that when you know, when they're at like, the New Year's Eve party and he clearly is awkward in that room, even though he's probably like the fittest one there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. He's not he, trying to like... No. 
pretend. No. Yeah. So I think that's really endearing qualities. Anyone who's like attractive or talented who doesn't kind of use it not use their advantage, but like kind of overuse their advantage yeah. and kind of assume that everybody else is like, oh my god, look at this really a beautiful talented person over there yeah. in that corner. Like Yeah. I think that is more attractive than actually being attractive. Yeah. Definitely. hundred percent. So like, I think he he gets off to a good start there. Yeah. Um, and that moment with Kelsey is just lovely. The way he makes her feel included and like kind of ruins like a moment that could be really embarrassing for her. Yeah. He's, he's like he, he kind of makes her feel more at ease. And I think that just really, for me, that really shows what kind of person he is. And yeah. I think he has a lot to do, in my personal opinion, with Kelsey's progression. Because I, I mm. think, I don't think she'd have grown as much as she did without his friendship. Because I think yeah. it was that like acceptance from someone popular in inverted commas and someone who has had, had faith in her. Like mm. he, she, he's the first person we see on screen. Like Miss Jarvis clearly has faith in her because she asks her to do the show. But yeah, it's also but not like, is she the only music student? Because that's also a realistic situation yeah. in high school sometimes. <laughs> Damn the cuts and the funding. <laughs> um, but like, he's the only one that like really, Gabriella adds on, but he's the one that's very much like, you know, this is so talented. Like, you know, you're the one that keeps us all together. Like you're great yeah. and stuff. So I think that's really doing quality to start, and that and that never goes away. Like, like, like the the Gabriella moments, like when he goes mm-hmm. to drive to see her, and he he always wants to make sure that his friends are good. Like mm-hmm. even when Chad, might get upset in a minute when Chad decides to run off during the show, ugh, and have a little pout oh, in the basketball court. Troy is like off. He goes to check on him, and like Troy is always even like his parents and his dad, and like. He, and I think Troy learns to be more honest as the films go on. That's a really nice quality to see is that he yeah. keeps so much to himself. But she's a man. I think what we forget as well, a lot of, this time I feel like a lot of teenage films were directed towards girls. Mm-hmm. And about girls' yeah, confidence yeah, and girl power, which is great, don't get me wrong. But actually I think it's easy to forget that like being a teenage boy is really hard as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And quite often if that kind of emotional suppression happens in in um, like teens that can carry on into adulthood and create problems with relationships yeah. and all that kind of stuff so i always really like seeing when a guy in like a teenage film wears his heart on his sleeve and isn't like he's yeah and he, he's willing yeah. to grow and be honest about his fears because like, they're just himself yeah especially like in the third film like when you say when he's talking to his mom when he's talking to his dad like when they, you know, they're shooting hoops and stuff and he's like i don't mm. know what to do and then like with charms you know i really miss her all this kind of stuff like he's so much more open with his feelings and stuff which I think is great because it shows that he's become more comfortable in who he is like he doesn't feel like he yeah. needs to hide himself anymore so I really yeah. like that part of him as well um yeah same and he'll kind of do anything to make his friends happy even like 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 in the second and third film he doesn't want to do the musical stuff because Gabrielle loves it he's like yeah okay like yeah you know. yeah and he's so excited to make people smile like when he takes Gabriella up onto the roof to show him like a, sp- a special place, yeah, when picnic and a yeah, one. the picnic, and then when he takes her to go and see like the the treehouse, and I like that he's close to his mom, and I just think as a character, especially a male teenage character, you don't get this a lot where they're really well rounded, no. they're really polite and thoughtful and kind, and yes, yeah. as everyone he has his moments, or the film would be boring, do you know what I mean? But I think you're right, he keeps the film together, and he. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just a babe, um, and I I think he's someone that you can you can relate to, but you can learn from at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I think he's the mark of a very good character. Um, he's a good role model. I yeah, would say. he is. He is because he's not afraid. Like like you were saying about the whole like university thing as well. Like he he doesn't just kind of go. Oh, my parents said that. He he does kind of 
he knows what his dad wants him to do, but he still has the, the guts to be like, actually, like, what do I want? Yeah. Um, yeah. Knowing that it will upset people, but he's like, actually, it's about me. And I, sometimes yeah. in life, you have to think that way because life's mm. too short to please other people all the time. Yeah. Um, so I think Troy has quite a good balance of like making other people happy, but mm. also learning to put himself first sometimes. And that's yeah. a really, really hard thing to learn. Definitely. Yeah. So, yes, I am a big Troy fan. Um, and yes. I think you're right about the leadership. He's a great leader. Like, he never yeah. talks down to his teammates or his girlfriend or his mates. Like, no. And that would be easy to do as a, as a leader in that situation. And yeah. he has the respect of his teammates and his, you know, his dad's the coach. He'd be pulling the strings there, but he doesn't. No, so... he doesn't show off. This is no. what I mean. Like, he, he doesn't, like, try and, like, get attention. Like, if he, no. if he gets attention, it's just because he's a nice person and he deserves yeah. it. He's not trying to like and attention actually makes him quite uncomfortable which is quite yeah. like a novel thing to see in these kind yeah. of films so yeah i am it's... a big troy fan he's just lovely he really is so switching from big up troy because <laughs> and, and obviously his songs as well because his songs are just oh, yes oh yes, we, love a, we love a man who can belt with his emotions yes which characters you feel didn't get to grow as much or were weaker overall in this film? I wonder what your answers will be. <laughs> well, I mean, we've said we've said three, so it's not going to be those ones. Um, <laughs> so, right. Well, I feel like, to be honest, it's everyone that we've not mentioned like, pretty much. So, um, let's see. Who should we start? Do you know what? Really, obviously, Gabriella annoys me, but just put a pin on her for a second. The ones that really annoy me a Chad and Taylor. Mm. I just don't understand how they can't have a single moment of growth. No. Like there's nothing that there's moments where it's like, oh, they're kind Maybe. of supportive. Because mm. you know when um Gabriella's saying like she's having the chat with Taylor in her bedroom in the third film. Like saying about like how she can go to this early thing, but she doesn't oh, know yeah. what to do. And like she's all like, woe is me and everything. And like and like Taylor, like She's just so blunt with yeah. what she says to her. Like, there's something like, just dump him like the other boys. And it's like... Yeah, oh, that's it. Yeah. It's like, he's, he's only a boy. You'll find another one, basically. Yeah. Like, it's that sort of thing. And Chad does the same to Troy because he's like, yeah. you, you, you don't have the high school girl forever. Like, you'll find someone else, man. Like, that's what, that's what he basically says. Which I think is, says more about their relationship than it does about Oh, 100%. I thought that. He was like, he's like, yeah, we'll have fun at prom. And it's like, is that why you're with, with Taylor? Like, is that the only reason? Like, yeah. that's honestly what I was thinking. I was like, wow. Um, but it just annoys me because, like, I don't understand why they're not supportive. And they're also both so arrogant as well. Well, especially like, because they're all friends. It's not yeah. like Taylor's not Troy's friend. Because they're all, like, a big friendship group. So I don't understand exactly. why she feels the need to hate on him all the time. I know. It's like they tried to create a feminist character and they got it so wrong. Oh, they've just gone too far. They've, they've gone way too far. Like, because she doesn't have any reasons to not like him. Like, like, no. I don't... I just... She feeds such, like, false information to Gabriella, yeah. which makes her worse. Like, she's bad enough as it is. As if she needs <laughs> something else, some another reason from her best friend who she's going to trust. Yeah. Like, as if she needs that being fed to her, like, to, you know, make her decisions when she's already making them badly herself. So, those two, mm. I, they just do in my head, and every time I watch the film, they're I'm like, so oh. selfish. They really are. Throughout all three films. There's, and it's the fact, like, so obviously, Chad, like, the fact that he he can't get his head around the fact that Troy doesn't want to do what, what they were planning yeah. to do, like, doesn't want to do basketball. He like, can't understand that, like, that was years ago and Troy yeah. is now, like, 18, you know? Yeah, and it's, like, it's just annoying because it's, like, at some point you think 
you think this is gonna be it, like the third film, you think finally like Chad's gonna realize that like you know he doesn't dictate Troy's life like yeah. Troy's able to do what he wants to do but we get no. to basically the end of the film and that's when he's he runs off to the basketball court because that Troy really annoyed me as a kid because I was going. like and yeah. now I remember yeah. thinking like you've made it all about you and it's meant to be Troy's yeah. moment and you've How made it selfish. all about you so selfish because like and it's also just a bit embarrassing as well like I don't yeah I remember thinking like it's very childish and like it's not yeah yeah, yeah. So, and the fact, you know, like, Troy helps him, like, ask Taylor to prom. He's there encouraging him, like, being his hype man. Like, you got this man, like, takes his basketball for him so he looks more presentable. Oh, yeah. It's like, what does Troy get back from this this point? I'm not saying that, like, friendships are to, like, feed off other people. But what I'm saying is it shouldn't be a one-way street. It's a give and take, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like it is a one-way street. Chad just takes and takes and takes from Troy. Like, you know, it's pretty negative towards Troy in the third yeah. film like they don't really act like best friends and it's the same with Gabriella and Taylor like Taylor just pushes her off in a poor direction by giving yeah. her this advice that doesn't help her like between them like they're, they're no different to what they no. were in the first film no, you know when not. they come up with that plan yeah no which difference. obviously fails they're no different to that and I just think how can you go through three films and still be at the same place if not worse in some yeah. respects than you were before so those two like will never stop annoying me and don't get me wrong like they have like some good qualities as well yeah. like Taylor like I love her ambition I think that's great yeah. like I think it's really like admirable and the fact that she's so confident as well yeah. I love that she knows her worth like as well like there's a lot of things like that where I think you could be a great character yeah but then it just gets let down because she has no sympathy or empathy and no she doesn't support like she's very selfish Isn't and you find it really thing? annoying yeah. The two characters of colour are the ones that are the most unlikable. Like they're not. I know. Like, yeah. They've been written the most boring, non-progressive. Mm-hmm. They don't really get their own songs, and the mm-hmm. only two, and they, we, we know they can both sing. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. They don't get their own songs. Um. So it's no. like it's all these things where it's like it's really frustrating because yes, they're in the film and that's great, but actually in terms of their actual role in the film, like it's not compared to the rest of the white people. <laughs> Like, it's not great. Yeah. Um, well, they're, like, side characters, aren't they? Mm. Like, they're not... Which is fine, but, yeah. like, to not have any growth. They're, like, the same character picked up and dropped in over three films. Mm. There's not really, like, special Chad or Taylor moment that you can be like, oh, I love that bit with them. Because like, the bit where, where he has to primarily annoys me as well, like, when she makes him make a big deal out of it. I know, it's so entitled. She, yeah, and, like, I mean, he, his initial ask isn't great. But the way no. she's like sits and makes him like wait in the middle of the cafeteria, like it's just it's so awkward. Their whole relationship is so toxic. It's um, just not like a proper relationship, is it? Like it's clearly no. like the show. Like, it's like they're school. together like, because their best mates are together. That's pretty much yeah. That's yeah. pretty much what it looks like. There's no like, and I know like obviously with Gabriella and Troy, sometimes it can be so annoying because they're yeah. a bit much <laughs> but like at the same time at least you can see they actually love each other yeah. like those two sometimes they like what dance around together but that's like that's it that's, that's the most time they number. spend together yeah <laughs> so and I, the other thing that annoys me of chad is that like if there's moments he's he's nearly supporting troy it's for a selfish reason because yeah, he of, needs yeah. to try and get troy back in the game that's what it is he's like yeah. instead of like supporting him and sympathizing and empathizing he's like you know, i need to, you need to snap out of this because it benefits him for him yeah. to snap out of it so they're just both very selfish and it's such a shame yeah like you said like because i do think if they'd have developed they could have been great characters i would have loved yeah. to have seen them like you know had an actual 
growth like because they've got potential they definitely have they do have good qualities because Chad can be really funny yeah like, he is really funny but like that's all let down by the fact that they're just both very selfish and yeah, yeah. they're really not likable characters at all no no which is so sad um so yeah I feel like they're the ones that let me down like <laughs> you, you, in you, the you way that... angry you were just disappointed <laughs> yeah yeah um so but I feel like I feel like you've but well, you feel the same obviously mm, but I, I also feel like we both have issues yes. with a certain we do Gabriella mm. <laughs> where does one start wow it's a good question right you you, you I'll, t- I'll take this one I'll take this one okay um because yeah I I think the same of all of like the the Taylor and Chad stuff and I think it's really frustrating mm. in the films because what Gabriella does as well is they they all seem to want to make a Troy out to be a bad person yeah, and I don't understand why because I don't. Like, it's just not well written because it's like mm. that's the plot every time is Troy messes up or something. Like yeah. I don't understand because he he never he doesn't he doesn't mess up. No, like, he's they not make a out villain. he's they make out he's selfish and like really rude and like disrespectful and like he's just not. It's them so yeah, every time. <laughs> so that really frustrates me as well because it's like a real manipulative element of like your friend's actually a really really good friend. Yeah, who's always yeah. there for you. Is you're never there for them, and, and you actually make them feel yeah you, you gaslighting them about things that they yeah, haven't even done. That's it. It's so toxic. So it makes you question as well. Like it makes you question yourself. Like if you if someone says that about you, like you question yourself. Like Troy must have questioned himself mm. so many times. Obviously, we know that he you know didn't as much, but like that could easily knock you and be like, mm. oh my bad person. Like, well, yeah, and that's you know, like when he sings "Scream." Like, and a lot of like, mm. yes, he is open and honest, but no one really listens to him and takes him seriously. Mm. So, mm. like, to not have a best mate to be there to actually listen and is, is only listening selfishly, no wonder he gets dead stressed and it all bottles yeah. up because no one, like, with Gabriella, focuses on herself. And no point mm. does Gabriella be like, "What are your plans, Troy?" That never happens. It's no. like, no, it's literally just like, "Are you gonna go and do this and whatever?" And I'm in Stanford and I'm this. So, moving on to her. Yes, yes. Another character who I don't believe progresses at all no. um, since the first film. The Gabriella that we see in every single film is whiny, pathetic, look at me, look at me, attention seeker. Yep. But plays in this whole sense of like, oh, but like I'm so shy and like, oh, like I'm just like a nice like girl next door. Like, I'm, not, like, I'm not a problem. Yeah. And she she actually takes over a lot of stuff. Like, she actually is like quite a leader in things. But like pulls back from taking responsibility from it hmm. like she actually leads quite a lot of scenarios obviously like she leads the whole like worker thing in the second film but then yeah. when it comes to any organization she isn't involved in it yeah it? she's removed yeah. yeah like and then like in the third film with the whole like she's the one that kind of pushes everybody she kind of manipulates troy into doing the play and then pushes him to push everybody else to do the play yeah and then leaves yeah like she's I, the I reason know. that they've all given up their time to do this show and then she's like okay bye huns and, yeah. Oh, makes me so angry. Yeah. Um, her her whole thing of like you know, I'm the clever girl, and I've got this oh. boyfriend, but he's never good enough for me. It's oh. the same theme through every single film, and yep. the film follows the same plot all the time. They're happy they're together. They talk about a show. They sing a nice song from the show. Mm-hmm. Then she gets annoyed at him for no good reason. Yeah. She leaves. He runs and follows. They yep. get back together, and yep. it's like. She just doesn't seem to value 
him in her life at all. It's like she wants him to mess up. I don't understand. Yeah, it's like she li- lives for the drama. Like she lives for yeah, it. The whole toxicity of, of their whole like breakup and inverted commas. Like and then the fact like she does come back and actually takes Sharpay's role away when Sharpay's actually in the middle of doing it. Like even mm. that, like I know Sharpay has her issues, but like yeah. actually, like you don't just get to turn up and say you're not coming and then turn up because again, it's like attention seeking. Because in the whole final act. Like the whole final song is like, oh Gabriella, you're back. That's yeah, it's all about her. And hug Gabriella and be like, oh, we haven't seen you in a million years. And it's yeah. like, like you just yet again, without being obvious, make, again with every day. What does it become? It becomes, oh look, Gabriella, yeah, Gabriella's back. back. Yeah. She annoys me so much because it's like she plays the whole innocent card thing, but actually, yeah. it's always about she has to make a dramatic scene mm. the finale of every single one and it bothers me so much well it's like we're made to feel like as if like troy has redeemed himself yeah. that he's worthy yeah. of her coming back it's like oh that's nice of her thanks gabriella yeah. cheers for coming back like you did a good job like you've worked for your problems yeah. like, that's how it makes you feel but we're obviously not stupid so we don't feel like that we're like no. what an absolute idiot but like <laughs> you know i feel like that's what we're supposed to feel that's what it's yeah. set up like it's the She's formula so selfish yeah and like the whole thing like in the final film and she, she doesn't tell joy joy <laughs> <Troy. laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't tell troy about stanford for ages why is that why someone please you're gonna have me. to go one day soon and then when he's like so when you go and she's like i leave tomorrow whatever it is like it's ridiculous mm, and it's like that's not fair on him you haven't given no. him time to process no. and then gets angry at him basically when she's like i don't want to see you anymore like no yeah no 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 it's so yeah. selfish and she always thinks about herself throughout the entire third film it's like oh but stanford want me and like i'm there early and like oh and it, cause isn't she going to go without telling Troy? It's only that Troy this, finds it on yeah. the printer, isn't it? It's because Sharpay. No, it's yeah. Sharpay. Well, she, she like, prints it out and then, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. Tiara finds it yes. just because, like, Taylor's talking about it. So she Googles it. Yeah. It shows Sharpay. Sharpay puts up around the skull and yeah. then specifically speaks to Troy about it. Like, oh, congratulations on the news. And then that's But how. Gabriella was planning to just go, I think. Yeah, she yeah, she wasn't him? planning. She only told Taylor. Yeah. Um, oh, so, like, even that, again, it's like... I'm trying not to make a scene, but I know that I am making a scene. It's going to leave dramatically. Yeah, yeah. It really bothers me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like I say, the whole she, she never sits down with Troy and says, right, let's talk through your options. Like, yeah. You know, she never kind of gives too much road to confidence. So I was like, you'll be fine. Yeah, honestly, that's it. Like, he, he never gets any time to actually speak about anything that he wants to talk Their about. Their whole relationship is centred on her. Yeah, it's about making her, making sure she's happy. With a stupid like, little giggle. I love Vanessa Hudgens, by the way. I think she's great. Oh, I love her too. I think she's amazing. But I just think this character, like, when you look back as an adult, it's just it's so damaging the way it's, it it's so sad. Because again, I feel like she could have been better as well. Yeah. Like let her grow, let her become less selfish. Like it just it's the thing that annoys me so much is the way that she just gives up on their relationship All and tries to cut ties. But like in the third one specifically, she gives up on it. Tries like she just cuts ties completely without yeah. even discussing it with Troy. Like yeah. she's basically telling him it's over. With no no yeah. discussion, no kind of talk about like how they can make it work. Like no. that's that's basically what she does. And then obviously yeah. he drives to meet her. But like that's what she's doing. She's basically just telling him it's not going to work. But why is that her it's choice? It's not like she goes, you know, listen, like how are you feeling about the distant thing? Because like yeah. I'm really struggling about it. Like can we have a mature yeah. conversation? Because mm-hmm. it's not like they're like fifteen. They're like eighteen at this point. So it's not mm. like and they've been in like a long term relationship together. So it's like. Yeah. You can have that conversation around, like, how are you feeling about this? 
um, rather than just cutting him off because it's just it's just a selfish move. It is, and it's yeah. re- it's even more selfish when you look at the fact that it's his final week or so at, at school and mm. she knows that and is willing to make him feel like rubbish for that last week. Yeah. It's like, even though I'm not here, again, with her, it's like, even though she's not there, it has to be all about her breaking up with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, it just ruins Troy's life. Every time it happens, like, she's ruining Troy's life. It ruins whatever experience he's having, whether it's the, like... Yeah. Um... Whether it's a basketball game, whether it was his, his job, whether it's like yeah, it's just tainted or whatever. She always has to come along and ruin it, for yeah, him and make him feel guilty about for, for being happy or enjoying something. But the thing is, like he genuinely gets upset. We see him get yeah. upset. She doesn't. She just has no. These we never see her get upset. And it's not like she's actually genuinely upset. No. This is my problem. She just brushes things off as if they're nothing. And Troy's there, like just you know, he's actually upset about things, yeah. like. It's just annoying because she clearly doesn't care anywhere near as much about Troy no, as he does he about, about her. her no, yeah. No. It's the way she wears that stupid tea necklace as well. <laughs> the audacity of wearing that necklace <laughs> when she is the way she is. No, oh, no. It's oh. A no for me. But again, I think like from a writing perspective, it's a shame that they couldn't write a more interesting female character again. It's mm. like the female character has to be clever. Mm. Like the male character could be really dynamic with all these different interests and like be you know really kind and thoughtful and subvert all this kind of stuff but the like the the girl has to be really clever and like selfish yeah and never get yeah. a chance to grow so it's a shame so and has to rely on the man as well all the time yeah so not a fan no sadly but so, <laughs> a final character's question Are you ready? okay i am i am ready what do you think of the new characters we were introduced to in this film right <laughs> I feel like there's a <laughs> thoughts are coming. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's a bit lackluster, to be honest. Yeah. And I think the reason behind that is because if there was a fourth film and they were the main characters in it, then actually it's kind of cool because we get to we see their, their origin, wasn't it? Exactly. So at the time, I was like, "These are gonna be the new ones. These are the new characters. Like, this is cool." Yeah. But we never got anything with them. So then it feels every time I watch this film now, I feel like it's a bit. Pointless, pointless that they're there yeah. like yes it highlights the others are all like leaving and like it highlights like who's going to kind of take like whose role and everything like that but, but we don't really that, care no and it's also a bit stereotypical as well yeah. and like, i just think like like tiara as well like i find her quite annoying to be honest yeah. like she's very clever her british accent is also dreadful it's dreadful exactly <laughs> um it's like you know i also like that there's someone you know putting sharpay like in her place i well, like, yeah. appreciate that but like ryan ryan does that as well in that film so we don't we don't need no. someone else i personally just feel like and this is no like offense to like the actors because they did a good they did a great job yeah. like you know the characters are good but i just don't feel like we needed them to be honest no. like i really i don't really kind of think about them that much when i watch it they're no. just kind of there which sounds horrible but it's, it's like I said, if they were in the next film or if they were in a series or something and it actually led to something, yeah. we saw them again, it would be more impactful. But I'm sorry, they're just not really why I watched the film. <laughs> no. no, I agree. I agree. And I think, like you say, watching it now is different because when you were younger, it was like they're like the next generation mm-hmm. of high school musical people. And that, like yeah. you say, was quite interesting because it was like, actually, we can see where they're going to go next. Exactly. But without that, they're just far less interesting. Like, yeah. Especially because even the bit, you know, when they like hand the lockers over and stuff to like the younger mm. kids. Yeah. Like that, that, that has no meaning really because we don't know them. Like we don't know and we don't really exactly. care who they are. So. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Was, it was a. Uh, 
I guess they were kind of setting up for a potential fourth film and then it just didn't really happen. Um, yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. I think it was a bit pointless. Um, mm. I didn't really feel like a connection to many of them. It was a bit annoying at times because like, we knew they were leaving without that reminder because it was like there was so much other stuff going on that we were aware they were leaving and it took screen time away from probably what could have been other scenes and with and giving growth to other this characters. Yeah, um, I, that's a good point. I mean, I do like the scene where like Troy and, and Chad take the clothes and run it. That's a really funny scene when they run through. Yeah. Like, it's funny, but they could have had those same funny scenes with characters that were already existing. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, even they, they could have just been random characters, like from the year below or something, like, and it would yeah. have still been funny. It's like, yeah, I just think, unfortunately, like, without anything before, like, to get to know them before this film or after to follow up from it, it's just a bit like, why? It like, does seem what, a bit what? pointless. Yeah, yeah. I agree, unfortunately. And I get no disrespect to them, but yeah. No. Not great. No, not ideal. No. But if they were planning for further things, I get it. But it's just like, it's always a shame, isn't it, when like there was a plan for something, but mm. it didn't happen, and then you've got the the like effects of that still left in the work, yeah. building that up. Because there are funny scenes, like I say, like that when they run through with the clothes, and then the bit where that bit is so funny when Sharpay is on um, the balcony, and she's like, yeah. Ew. like that is so yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. That scene yeah. is amazing. So they do make for good scenes, mm. uh, but I don't think they need to be such a central. They could have had like. No. A keen, like two keen theatre beans, like that were taken part. Yeah, and they could have yeah. been in that way rather than them having to like be a central focus. Yeah, I just feel like the reveal as well with Tiara isn't that great. You know, like how she's oh, not yeah. actually a nice British. Like, I mean, I liked it when I was younger. To be fair, I did quite like that. Mm. But uh, I just feel like it wasn't that surprising. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just too nice to people. To be fair, I know who one's good. <laughs> Yeah, so... The end of characters, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Well, that brings us on to our final fun fact, fun fact number four. So, House Musical 3 was actually originally slated to be a Halloween-themed movie. Oh. Titled, which I did know, actually, because I remember thinking this would be weird, titled Haunted High School Musical, where ghosts invaded East Stop High... It and played the students and teachers, but the haunted idea was just that, an idea, and didn't end up being the subject of the final movie. See, I read um, like an interview that Zach did about this, because he got asked um, before they started filming the third one, and basically like someone asked him, like, oh, I hear like the third one's going to be like a haunted one, like, how do you feel about that? And he was like, oh... It's like, yeah, I don't really know how we're going to make that work. Um, he was like, but it'll be, it'll be interesting. But then he said something like, personally, I feel like it makes more sense to kind of wrap up the, the trilogy well, with like yes, people leaving yeah. high school. But like, but he's like, well, we'll just see where it goes. It's so funny. It's actually hilarious. But like, can you imagine? I mean, what an absolute like... like a Halloween themed one might have actually been quite cool if it was like Halloween themed. Yeah. But not, why were ghosts? That's so I don't, the off, plague thing. I just, I think. That's so off trend. It's so left field. Like, who who decided you'd go from summer vacation to this? <laughs> like. <laughs> that's terrible. I was like, oh, that wasn't made. I know. Can you imagine? If there was like four films, it might have been like a nice third one. Yeah, I think, yeah, like to, between, yeah, like before they uh, graduate high school. Yeah, I agree. But like, as the final one, I mean, wow. 
And you'd need somebody working because you couldn't have actual ghosts. Cause that's just ridiculous. It doesn't, it doesn't, ma- it, it doesn't match. It would the all vibe be appalling. It, it, it's <laughs> the songs. What songs? Like, I, I mean, you can have some great Halloween songs. Don't get me wrong. But can you imagine? I just <sighs> think it would have been a bit of a farce, to be honest. <laughs> So, <laughs> with that, you can imagine them, can't you? All like marching off in the middle of like the haunted house because they're yeah. all Troy, and Troy gets left uh, on his own. Oh, imagine Troy yeah. being, you know, like with those wheels in the haunted house that turn around. Yeah, and Troy's yeah. doing his own solo song in, throughout the haunted oh house. Oh my god, That'd be yeah. Cool. But you can just also imagine like Gabriella like being scared and oh, just whiny. I can and... imagine her now like singing as she walks down the road of trick or treaters, and they're all running past her and she's on her own. Yeah. Like, no one notices yeah. me. I could have yeah. made this film. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this sounds like my need to put it into production, to be honest. <laughs> right, so that brings us on, and I'd just like to point out that... Sorry, sorry, is this me first again? It's you first again. Um, now, listen, it's, it's just the nature. I didn't do it on purpose. But it's every time. Well, listen, I went first with High School Musical 2, so it, it balances I'm... out. In this does. series, it does. It does. Well, it can't do because it's three. Well, well, okay, fine. When we do Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure, I'll go first then. <laughs> okay, good, fair. Okay, you can good. hold me to that if you really want. Um, I just think so, some, there's some, something amiss afoot. Well, if you want me to go first, I'm prepped, no, no, I'm ready. Fine. I can go if you like. Are you sure? I don't want, I don't want to be difficult. Well, well. <laughs> you're doing a good job, I'm joking. Oh. Rude. Anyway, so looking advert for a new podcast partner. <laughs> I love how we even like said what this is yet, and we're already like kicking off. So basically, yeah. we're now going to give our scores <laughs> out of ten. So we did this with the first and second one. So this is spoilers if you haven't heard them, but it also is still worth listening to see why we got to these scores. So we both gave the first one seven out of ten, mm. and then we gave the second one eight out of ten. You'll see that we progressed. Upwards of that one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's, there's quite a lot of reasoning behind our scores. So, do mm. feel free to go and listen. They're good episodes. They are. We get very passionate about this. We do. We do. Um, especially Troy. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. We, I feel like we need to protect him. I feel, so, yeah, I feel like this whole series has just been like Justice for Troy trilogy. It literally <laughs> has hashtag Justice for Troy Bolton. <laughs> so, we get it trending on Twitter. <laughs> This is what we the whole thing was for. And for and for Mr. Fulton in number two. The, the oh wrong, yeah, justice. The wrong party of the high school musical Stop. Stop it. That's too funny. I can't. I can't I can't. Right, so what are your It would even rhyme. A trilogy for Bolton and Fulton. Stop it. Do you know what? When I was younger, I used to get so confused with the, the Fulton yeah. thing. Like, I used to be like, Mr. Fulton, wait, but isn't that Troy? And then, yeah. yeah but you obviously, weren't a very no, kind of child then. That's good well, to that's very rude. That's very rude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a very Taylor comment. Um, anyway, really you're joking. stalling. I see what you're doing. I'm not. So, I'm full of wit this evening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... so what is your brief summary and your score please i really like the songs um i think the plot's a bit meh yeah it's i think it's a more mature plot because i think the scenes themselves are great but if you think of it as like a cohesive plot it's not great it's all Um, over the place but i don't really think any of them are apart from the first the first one is the only one that's got like an actual plot really the rest is more like let's just explore these few months of our lives yeah. Um, so that's a bit of a meh. Like there's not as much of a build up, and then that's why Gabriella's whole it annoys me that the whole 
climax is Gabriella leaving early for college. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it is when you think about it. Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> but I love that the, the production level goes up a le- like upper upper mm-hmm. upper level. I think, like I said, the songs are another level. I think the actors' maturity, the ones who are actually as good as we discussed. Yes. It's really nice to see that develop. I think the scenery, I think everything about it is like a whole level up. Um, mm. It feels yeah. less childish as a film. Um, and I do, it's what a film I would kind of watch whenever. Like, and it's yeah. a film, like I say, that I think when I was younger, I didn't appreciate it as much as I do now. Um, mm. I still don't think it has issues. Like, like I said, mm. some of the characters and like, you know, the ending a little bit. I'm like, oh. Um, but, and the, um, like I said, like the kind of lack of a plot, it's kind of you kind of go like plodding through, like okay, like what yeah. are we doing next? Yeah, I'm gonna give it an 8.5. Oh. I think it is better than High Musical 2, but I think I don't think as a film in itself, it's like much higher than that because I think it's mm. it's more like a feel good, cheesy film as opposed to like this is the film I would like die to protect. <laughs> Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Well, that makes sense. I think it's marginally better than like the second one. I do think like, yeah. it's better, but I think a nine is too high. I think it's mm-hmm. like it's not got for me. It's like it's, it's just Troy holding on, and I feel like if we'd got more growth from the other guys, and maybe like like um, Gabriella was a bit less whiny. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I just I just can't reward that. I can't reward that behaviour. <laughs> so I'm going to go eight point five. Okay. Mainly because of the banging songs and the great choreography. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and that's Troy. fair. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Troy is just a 10 in his own. Like, well, if it theme. was just Troy, it'd be 10 out of 9. <laughs> but again, like, I, some of it was just too cheesy. Like, again, it's a cheesy thing, but the fact that like the musical was about leaving high school, and I just think... Yeah, like, cliche. Although the production itself was on another level, like, I think a lot of the ideas in the script were just, like, really, like, low. The fact that we didn't get to see an actual prom really upset me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen the actual prom, like, yeah. properly. And the fact that <sighs> Gabriella took that away from us is something <laughs> that one will never recover from. No, I won't. Hence my 8.5. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Gabriella's fault, that extra 1.5. Well, no, yeah. Well, yeah. Interesting, interesting. How about you? Tell me your thoughts and feelings and score. Right, well, um, I too love the music, as we discussed. Mm-hmm. It's my favourite soundtrack of all of the films, yeah. definitely. I think it's the um, most reliable it's... soundtrack, isn't it? Yeah, 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 I think so. Like, it's the most consistent, and I think it's the ones that I would choose to listen to first. Like, yeah. there's a lot of my favourites on this one, to the point where, like, I struggled to pick my top three, as we discussed yes. before. So, like, I think music really carries this one 100%, because, like you said, the plot is a bit meh. Yeah. Um, Troy also carries it just by being Unusual. an absolute star. And yeah, I mean, there's not more, much more we can say about him. We've already said it all. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, like, yeah, this film is like, I would, I'm always happy to watch this film. It's like a mm-hmm. real comfort film and it's like a real feel good film. And like, I'll always like sing along to the songs when I watch it. And like, I'll be there like, looking forward to like certain scenes. Cause like you said, like the production's gone up as well. Mm-hmm. So there's like moments like just to visually that yeah. I enjoy as well. Like with, can I have this dance? Oh. I just love that whole scene. I think it's so beautiful. Like if only she was a nice human, <laughs> like it would be even better. Like I just, you if know. she was deserving of this it, Yeah, time. can you imagine like being whisked away up there? I mean, you know. He, he, she doesn't deserve him. But anyway, my point is that, like, that's also, like, just beautiful. Like, there's just so many scenes in it 
that I really enjoy, like now or never as well, like aside yeah. from Gabriella's dramatic moment that she again takes over a See? scene. And um, an example of her making yeah. it all about her. Oh. Exactly. But, um, yeah, I think you're right, like, especially in that scene, like, the way it's shot is more mature yeah. as well. Like, the actual like camera shooting and stuff is more mm-hmm. cinematic, which I think is yeah. the difference. Exactly. Um, and I just think like, I think there's a lot of very big scenes, like with I Want It All as well. I, just, I can't get yeah. over how clever that one is. Like the amount that goes on in that song is incredible for me like I think actually like the musical is the bit that lets me down like mm. I just don't really rate it and I think it's because we don't see like a lot of it we get like clips in here and there That's what I, of mean. It. I feel like we've been yeah. robbed because the musical just becomes like a cabaret selection and yeah the songs we've already had in the show exactly so I feel like we've been robbed yeah it was quite like like a lazy option I feel yeah, yeah. like so that bit annoys me because I'm like if, if that bit was better I think the film would also be a yes. lot better as well yeah. a bit more cohesive because mm-hmm. almost like well here we go we have to put the musical in somewhere let's dump it in here and then we'll yeah. move on and then Gabriella can save a day like it's all it's that basically like <laughs> to me so that bit's a bit clunky and a bit jarring I find I it's a bit where I, I think that's where my attention goes actually like when that bit comes on I'm like oh where, where's Troy like where, yeah. where like I'm like give me something to be interested in yeah so that definitely lets it down as we've said the characters let it down as well unfortunately and we don't like to be negative nancy's but the thing is when you're like that i'm sorry like there's there's no redeeming qualities i I just i just don't know we can't we can't make things out of thin air like i'm sorry you're just not good enough so (laughs) they had three films to improve and they chose not to exactly it's not like we're being you know like premature and just being like judging them completely like over one film three films you've had so I'm sorry it's a no from me so basically songs are baggers uh, <laughs> Troy is an absolute star mm-hmm. and I enjoyed the overall production of the, the film and it is definitely my favourite out of the three like 100% mm-hmm. it's my favourite one um, I think I'm also going to go for an 8.5 because so <laughs> I think it's difficult like you said to go for a 9 because like I think it also has a little bit of the element of it being a Disney Channel film as well. Like, not, mm. and that's not why I'm giving it that. But there's also that element of like, oh, we're 19 is quite high for what aren't it is. Very high, that's they? what I mean. Like, what are we actually fighting for? Like, a, a, a relationship that's quite clearly not going to work yeah. out because someone's selfish. Like, what, what are we rooting for here? Yeah. So I just think like, it's a comfort film. It's cozy. I love it. Like, it's I really enjoy it. It definitely doesn't deserve the low ratings it gets. No. Come on, people. Like, be honest. Let's not hide behind <laughs> our guilty pleasures. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think we're the same, which isn't surprising That's after the discussion usual. we've had, I, I find. No. So, yes, very in sync. So, yes, that brings us to the end. Unless you have any last thoughts no i'm done <laughs> done okay excellent so thank you for listening and if you've enjoyed then you can subscribe to us on apple Podcasts or wherever you may be listening we know there are many a place mm-hmm. many a platform that you can find us and listen on you can also follow us and if you would like to leave a review we would love to read them and you know like we said before if there's something you want us to discuss then please feel free to leave a comment with your review and let us know because we are happy to adapt our schedule to make sure we're we're doing content that you want us to do that's the best way for us to do an episode on your favorite disney film essentially so yeah feel free to do that (laughs) um 
and feel free to leave your Instagram handle as well so we can give you some love over your Instagram account we like to we like to give back we as do, well we don't we just do. take like Gabriella um <laughs> and we do still have an ad slot running as well for small Disney shops or a small business um so if you go to our link tree in our Instagram there is more details there about that equally you can DM us or you can email us for more information on that and we'll be happy to set it up for you yes all very true <laughs> um, so don't forget to follow along with our instagram adventures for like quotes throwbacks disney fun facts all of that magical stuff um coming up next time we will be um doing another top five episode we're not going to reveal the, the theme yet <laughs> um, we're just going to like check in on type in terms of um like what what, what our plan is um mm-hmm. but a top five um, like Disney theme again so you've, you've heard them before it'll be like the Disneyland Paris type ones and the Pixar films and it yeah. will be um, kind of we'll both pick our top five of something in Disney so it, it could be something like like the park rides it could be mm-hmm. like I think we'll, it might be soundtracks but we're just going to just like confirm I think we'll yeah. on that like Disney don't get too excited tracks. don't get your hopes up <laughs> um, it, it could be things like like Disney sidekicks or like Disney yeah. castles or other kind of things there's many an option <laughs> yeah and I think you guys seem to really like that one and we really like that that setup yeah, as well so they're really fun one of those um, where I'll pick my top five or something Rosie will pick her top five we shall share them with you and then yes. we'll get each other's yeah we'll reveal fun. what we guessed yeah yes. which is i mean sometimes leads to a bit of a <laughs> argument but <laughs> but it's fun entertainment isn't it yeah. <laughs> it is drama a bit of drama that's coming up next time so you can look forward to that um and in the meantime feel free to contact us via our email which is a sprinkle of disney podcast at gmail.com but for now from both of us have a magical rest of your day Bye.